tell me what the play is about. Hi, I'm Natalie Moore Williams and I play the role of Vicky in Where Did All the Flowers Come From? This play is so beautiful in its simplicity, but within that simplicity, there's so much detail. And for me, the play is about a few different things. It's about those family dynamics between siblings, you know, those roles we take on, the different relationships, how we cope differently with grief when we're grieving, and also about uncertainty, you know, looking for answers, needing validation, or other people being more comfortable with not having the answers, you know, the bigger life questions, and it's all interwoven in this really beautiful moment you know two scenes captured really outdoors at a graveside um and there's something just really really powerful about that the character I play Vicky um is one of three siblings that we meet and she's the middle the middle sister and you really see these dynamics between herself and the older sister there's like a little bit of maybe friction or tension with how they handle situations and then with their younger sister um there's more she's much more relaxed so you get to see these different relationships but what's interesting is um myself and my younger sister we have the same mother and father but our older sister doesn't know who her father is um so there's really as well these questions of maybe belonging acceptance and really with Vicky as well I think she likes to think she's in control I think of a situation and she's trying to stay very calm and measured which for the main part she really does do but a few times she's getting rattled (laughs) when her big sister is you know kind of maybe saying or do things or handling the situation in a way that she doesn't really like so we're getting to see that she maybe likes to control how situations unfold. And the play is about three sisters who meet together to pay their respects to their mother on the first anniversary of her death. As they approach their mother's grave, they discover fresh flowers that have been laid upon it. This introduces the mystery of where did all the flowers come from, which is intensified by the later introduction of the character Father Hamilton. So this play is about three sisters whose mother has passed away and they agree a year later to meet at her graveside and catch up and just generally pay their respects to their mother. Um, And when they get there, they meet someone who is delivering flowers to put on the mother's grave, but they don't know who it is and the delivery person is not willing to say who it is. And then we find out um, that there's a little bit more behind somebody putting flowers on the grave and the sisters, well, one in particular, gets a few more answers to questions than they than they expected to get that day. The play is set on the Isle of Arran and it is about uh, grief, uh, deception, truth, identity, family, relationships, and it's about love. Tell me about yourself and your character that you play. I'm a actress based in Falkirk and voiceover artist as well. I've just got back into working professionally the last couple of years after taking a break to have my children. So it's been 
really exciting to get my teeth into something um, and, and do some exciting things over lockdown. So the character that I play is Rona and she is the older of the sisters and I'd probably say the more sensible of the, the sisters. She seems to be the one that is in charge. She seems to make the decisions. I get the feeling that, you know, when they were kids, she'd be the one that would decide who was what in the games and who was what colour in Monopoly and all that kind of jazz. So, well, they don't have colours in Monopoly, do they? That's a... Uh, oh, it's PC, so yeah, she'd be the dog in Monopoly. You know, everyone wants to be the dog. I get the feeling that's what she is. So, um, yeah, that's who I play. Uh, I'm an actor and voiceover artist who trained at ArtsEd in London and have had a varied career in theatre, film and most recently more focused on the voiceover industry. My character in the play is Father Hamilton, a Catholic priest on the island of Arran who lives in the village of Lamlash. He is a softly spoken and gentle character who has spent most of his life on the island. I'm Kirsty McDuff and I am an actor, a singer, a voice artist... Uh, mum, wife, friend, lover of pasta and pizza, red wine drinker, favourite colours green, and I have a dog. The character I play is Anna Louise and she is a small island florist. Living on an island, you kind of know everyone else's business um, and you know what's going on, so she very much knows everyone and what they're up to. What is your favourite scene in the production? My favourite scene is quite near the beginning and it's when the three sisters come together for the first time. The three of them are just so individual with siblings, like someone's quite feisty and someone's quite laid back and the depiction of the characters are just just lovely and it's it's quite humorous as well. Even though they're standing by a grave, there's a lovely warmth and a sense of knowing each other inside out. I think for me, that scene, the first scene where we're introduced to these these three sisters is so powerful because at first you just have that moment of time. They're together. They're waiting for the younger sister. She's late. And, you know, it's just that even when it's, you know, they've been grieving, they're visiting their mother's graveside. Um, it's just that normal kind of chit chat and the the little incidental moments that come up in conversation at you know any moment in life, whether it's a, a day to day moment or a poignant moment, um, and some of the the chat coming up about relationships, love interests, you know, all the the bigger life conversation they have is a really probably standout moment for me about how they both um, one really questions the science of everything the older sister the big sister is really um she's a science teacher and she's really focused on you know the facts and the details whereas I'm more about you know being in the moment the present with with nature in a more holistic spiritual way maybe so yeah just looking at life and situations from these different perspectives that I think there's a line where they say you know one always asks how and one always asks why <laughs> so it's it's really it's a really beautiful moment getting to meet them and then also seeing the curiosity when they start to notice the notes and the flowers at the mother's grave that they haven't put there and when the florist arrives um you know with them again really this mystery of 
you know, who's doing this? Why are they doing it? And having to have the answers rather than just accepting maybe it's a lovely thing that someone is doing. They really want to know both of them actually in the same way really need the answer. So it's quite interesting how maybe can be so different in some ways, but then, you know, entwined and thinking in the same way in another. Well, I think my favourite scene in the play is when Rona and Father Hamilton are discussing their beliefs relating to the spiritual world. The dialogue is brilliant, showing the stark comparison between Rona's scientific view of the world and Father Hamilton's understandably more philosophical view. I think my favourite scene in the production is probably when the sisters meet. The One of the sisters is late and... There's that kind of discussion with the two sisters who are there about how, you know, she's always late and that kind of thing. And there's a real kind of disappointment and upset. But then there's comedy as well when the other sister does arrive. And I really like that you see the relationship between them, that even though they maybe don't see each other very often, as soon as they get back together, there's this kind of, they're straight away into that sister banter, which I I very much recognise having a sister and having two children who are sisters. So um, I'm well aware of the the sister dynamic and I think that's really clear in that scene. Did you hear of the play before or what attracted you to the role? No, I hadn't heard of this play before. Um, And what attracted me to the role was really just, as I've said, reading how all families, whatever family you are, there's always these different dynamics that we are not always necessarily fully aware of. But when we pause and look at certain interactions or certain people, you know, a different person could say the same thing to you and it would have a different reaction from you, depending on maybe how they say it, the way they say it. And it's just really interesting seeing those reactions between the three sisters to the same situation, how they all handle it, you know, in their own their own way. And I think it's something just really, really beautiful about capturing a moment. And it's, you know, very short. It's it's two scenes and um which is quite not often you come by that as well. And it it just captures everything perfectly um within those two scenes. Hadn't heard of the play before, but I was familiar with Grey Hill and their audio drama productions. I was attracted to the role, firstly because I hadn't undertaken a role like this before, i.e. an audio play. I also liked the idea of playing Father Hamilton, particularly as it was based in Arran, as I love the west coast of Scotland and its plethora of islands. So I've kind of felt a bit of a connection there. I hadn't heard of the play before. Um, What attracted me to it was that I thought it sounded... One, I thought the whole idea of doing these audio plays is fantastic, And I thought it sounded really interesting that there were, you know, three strong female characters were really leading the piece, which I thought was great. And it just sounded really interesting that there was more to the story than meets the eye. You know, that thing of, you know, they've they've seen something, but they don't really know why these flowers are are on this grave. And then, you know, there's a few sort of twists and and things, which, you know, I don't want to give away. But um, yeah, it's uh, I, I just thought it sounded really interesting. I hadn't heard of the play before. This is the first time that I've come across it. Um, I think each of the characters are really well written in this play and sometimes they don't say very much, but you get a really, really good idea of what they're all about. And I think that I know a lot of people who are just exactly like her. In fact, in every city and in every kind of area of my life, I can think of an Anna Louise type person. So that I found really endearing. What do you hope listeners will get from the production? I hope what listeners will 
get from this production is a real kind of sense that they are listening to a play and it's not just somebody reading a story or it's not a podcast, you know, it's something different and that they're really drawn into the story and, and try and work out what happens and possibly that they're given a little bit of a, a surprise at the end when they find out what the what the kind of twist is. So yeah, I think just that they, they enjoy it is the most important thing because a lot of people have put a lot of hard work in but um, if people aren't kind of enjoying it then, you know, it makes it a bit disappointing but I'm sure they will given the, the quality of the other actors and hopefully my performance as well but um, yeah I think just enjoyment is the main thing I really hope that the listeners get a sense from this production of there. I won't give anything away yet but there's a kind of there is a mystery to it trying to you know, who is this person that is leaving the flowers, leaving the notes? So there's a bit of suspense, you know, unfolding with, with that question. But there's also that pause for all of us, especially what we've all been living through with the pandemic in the last, you know, more than 12 months now of life in general, you know, the meaning of life, those big questions, you know, what's it all about? You know, the science versus the spiritual, the holistic and just really being present in a moment, you know, the moment, the here and the now. And I think listening to it, you just focus on those really simple moments, you know, being in that one specific moment. It's not a story that takes you through years or takes you through months. It's literally capturing a very short moment in time. And that's really a, a beautiful thing. I hope that listeners will... Um get a bit of an escape for a small amount of time while they listen to the production. I hope that they can have the opportunity to paint in their heads and fill in the blanks. I don't know, I think when I close my eyes and listen to an audio play, you see things like you can see the colour and you can see what they look like and you can paint pictures of, of the play in your head. So I hope that they get to do some painting in their head while they watch the production. If listeners haven't heard of an audio drama from the Grey Hill, what can they expect from this production? Who would you recommend this play to? If they haven't heard from audio drama at Grey Hill, I think they can expect a really good quality drama piece. You know, it's a bit like a, a Radio 4 drama that they're listening to. Um, you know, it's it's just something maybe to try instead of a podcast or listening to music or, you know... An audiobook, I think it's because it is very different when it's a play than an audiobook. I think you know, you, you've really got people performing those characters, not just reading the words they say. And I think it's really exciting that you know, we've obviously had to adapt during COVID, and that, that this is a new medium that I could really see being somewhere that performers have a real outlet for their creativity and for their performances, and for writers to write specifically for audio drama. So I think it's really exciting, and it's fantastic to be part of it. Something different from the types of audiobooks that they may have listened to before. Something that captures the imagination for an hour or so while relaxing on a Sunday afternoon, or maybe lying on a sunny beach on the west coast of Scotland, or even better, on Arran itself. I'd recommend the play to anybody, um, especially if they've got a, a bit of a liking for audiobooks um, and audio plays. Um, yeah, because they're going to enjoy it. Working with the Grey Hill during lockdown was um, really easy, actually. Uh, I knew exactly what was asked of me. Um, it was a very clear 
I thoroughly enjoyed the read through via Skype with the other actors. Obviously, it's a bit rubbish. You can't be in a rehearsal room together. But this was the next best thing, to be honest. I think it's a delight to hear a play in a Scottish accent. I think you get something a bit unique from the Grey Hill. I would recommend this play to anyone. Everyone. If the listeners haven't heard of an audio uh, drama from the Grey Hill, I think you can expect to be really, really delighted with this because... It's so wonderful to be able to, not just an, like you maybe have heard audiobooks before, but with an audio drama to really be taken on the journey with the actors of these characters and really feel like you're fully almost immersed in it. Um, it's like almost like immersive theatre, but in your own mind because you're conjuring up all the images and pictures in your own head, but it's like you're living in the story as well, going on the journey with the actors. So I think um, I would really recommend this to to anybody that loves engaging with theatre and storytelling, I think would, would really, really appreciate all the wonderful audio dramas from The Grey Hill. Um, it was very strange working during lockdown because normally you would meet somebody, you know, if you're auditioning, you'd either probably be in a room with them is, is the norm. You would travel somewhere, meet up. And so when you then go on to do rehearsals and actually record things that you already know the people, whereas this was all done via email and sending recordings and things. So it was very strange to just suddenly jump onto a Zoom to do a read through with people and in a way, it's been quite good for me because I'm not the best kind of mingler initially. So it, it was good to force me to face my fears and just go on, say hi and get on with it, basically. Um, but I think it's it's certainly been different, but in a really positive way, actually, for me. Since Covid, yeah, there has been quite a considerable change in taking part in the arts. I just desperately miss being in a rehearsal room and I miss laughing, gosh. Actors and directors and stage managers and everyone in a rehearsal room, you're always laughing. I, f I feel like there's a lot of love and a lot of laughter in a rehearsal room and that's what I miss the most. Working with the Grey Hill during lockdown was really so wonderful and, and such a blessing at a time for many people, not just in the arts, many, many professions, but for me, obviously, being an actor, it's been a very unpredictable and, and challenging time. And having the opportunity to stay connected in a creative way with directors, producers, other actors is always such a wonderful thing. And to be able to share stories with with listeners at a time when we all really are looking for those moments of escapism, you know, escape from our day to day COVID situations or the day to day what else we've got going on in our lives. It's always so lovely to be able to um, immerse yourself in someone else's story or another story and yeah since Covid there really has been a big change if I would say in general taking part in the arts but especially yes for me personally because the the face-to-face -face interactions and being in a room even auditioning or um working in a room they have been much fewer um and far far between and I have had moments when lockdowns have eased where I've been able to be in a room safely with a small amount of people doing some projects but it's really um missing that connection that you do have um with live theatre sometimes because I think when something is written as an 
audio drama like what we're doing with this play and the way we're making sure it's specifically an audio drama and it's for the listener and it works so beautifully because that's the way we're choosing to do it but some of the work in the past that has been intended to maybe be presented in a different way that's now maybe becoming live streamed and all these different methods they work really well but it's just very different adapting to if it's not the way it was maybe written and, and intended so always with the arts we adapt we evolve and and actually out of it is really exciting you know before covid I hadn't really taken part in audio plays and it's such an amazing thing to be part of and so exciting to think it will exist and it can be revisited and you know depending maybe how you're feeling or day to day when you listen to it you might get something completely different from it each time that you listen to it which I think is really really wonderful. Since Covid began there has been a real change in what we've managed to do in the arts. Um, I've been quite lucky that I have done quite a few things I've you know taken part in a, a film production done voiceover stuff some tv stuff but what I really miss is actually going and being an audience member in live theatre I usually would go with groups of friends and we'd go and see musicals and plays and there's just nothing like that feeling of you know when the lights go down the curtain opens and then afterwards you know everyone you're either on a high or a buzz from a fantastic show or you can have a bit of a laugh and a chat if you you know it's something you've not enjoyed and I'm really, really missing that unique feeling, I think, that, that theatre brings. So, um, yeah, I think if COVID was gone tomorrow, I think the first thing I would do would be to grab my friends and uh, go and see a play. But again, then, maybe, maybe, probably I'd rather be in a play first than go and see it, I have to be honest. I would rather be on a stage. I think if COVID was gone tomorrow, I would jump onto a stage and perform musical theatre um, I'd probably get my Mrs Lovett back out the box and do a bit of Sweeney Todd because that's been one of my favourite roles I've ever done and there's just nothing like performing in front of an audience and hearing them laugh or hearing them gasp or the sound of sniffs as people are crying and knowing that it's something that you as an actress or the ensemble have done you know, you've actually touched somebody's life in that way and you've you've made them feel something which is a pretty special feeling and a special gift and I'm really missing that kind of you know two-way sort of feeling with an audience so yeah definitely much as I would love to go and see some stuff I think my priority would definitely be to to go on stage and perform. If Covid were gone tomorrow the first thing I would like to do is to get on a stage with a packed audience give it loudy I'd like to sing at them I'd like to act at them, I'd like to shout at them, I'd like to kiss them all. I just, I miss live theatre so much. Um, if Covid was to disappear tomorrow, um, the first thing I would like to do is probably just be maybe some lovely outdoor theatre, sitting with other people in a moment in time, all together, <laughs> not having to socially distance and just sharing a moment would be a really, a really lovely thing to do because it feels like a very long time since that's been um, possible. But yes, I hope all the listeners really enjoy um, Where Did All the Flowers Come From and also the other wonderful audio dramas from the Grey Hill too. And thank you so much for um, listening 
to this podcast and hopefully you enjoy the play as well. Mm-hmm.